Yeah, I said I wanted to be broke, right? Yeah. Until I didn't think about how I would fly back, so I was like, oh crap. So I used my visa points <laughs> to redeem my M house. To fly back. Fly back. <laughs> to Malaysia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah then I came yeah. back, oh, I'm broke. Yeah, I said I wanted to be broke until I didn't think about how I was going to fly back home. Hey listeners, it's Alex. I just wanted to ask before we begin this week's episode, if anyone has had a similar idea on their head before, have any one of you wanted to try being broke? Before you dismiss this as crazy, you should hear why our guest had this idea. This week's episode will be a little bit different, where we profile the guest from his early school days to present time. We will split the episode into two parts. In the first part, we will learn what our guest was like in school days in Malaysia, all the way up to the first few entrepreneurial experiences that helped set his foundation for his amazing career with the German venture builder Rocket Internet from 2012 onwards. The saga of Rocket Internet and beyond will be shared in part two for next week's episode. However, while listening to part one, I would urge you to compare and contrast yourself to his experiences. What were you like in your late teens and early 20s? Did you always follow the crowd? Did you embrace hardship? How varied were your experiences? I would argue that our guest's early days and unconscious ability to work against the grain helped him build a foundation for success in launching three venture-backed companies from Rocket Internet. Let's hear what he has to say. Hey listeners, I'm Alex, your host of Entrepreneurs of Asia, the show where we profile and highlight the lessons from founders, entrepreneurs, and investors impacting and shaping the startup ecosystem of Asia. Here today, we are filming out, outside of studio. We are at my friend's house, who I've known since 2012. I met this guy uh, probably somewhere deep in Selangor in a dirty warehouse. <laughs> guy was wearing flip-flops and shorts. Uh, back then, he was chain-smoking a lot. Uh, very interesting character. Uh, one of the most unique guys I know. Uh, very high IQ. He processes information faster than ever, anyone I've ever seen. Um, and he's become a very good friend over the years. You know. And of course, he's also introduced me to some really great people who are his close friends. And, uh, so, which is uh, you know, very good to have. Uh, thank you for being on the show, Jun Chan. Hmm. <coughs> good morning, people. Uh, nice to have uh, Alex here again. I haven't seen him for a long time. Yeah, we haven't met since the beginning of the movement control order, right? Yeah, yeah. And uh, it's, uh, yeah, one of the few circle of friends that I still keep, right? Uh, and, and it's a pleasure to see you. And, and second episode of the show, I hear? Second, second episode, yes. So it's okay. very, very exciting. And thank yeah. you for, for coming on and, and taking your time. I know you're very busy these days. No, no, actually not. Like, <laughs> I'm like the most... Uh, free person now you know i've not been uh, traditionally working you know in any sense yeah for the past six months and then um how have you been during the the uh, mco and the quarantine how have you been handling it well okay you know so so it just started and and i was supposed to see my my, my girlfriend you know but i got the dates mixed up so i missed the, the day <laughs> so thereafter you know the six days of, uh, of, <laughs> of not seeing each other uh, but the mco was interesting Surreal. Surreal, yeah. Right? Yeah, it's like a pandemic in, in Malaysia, you know, mm-hmm. in our times. And, and uh, one that, that we haven't ever seen before in the whole world. I mean, heard of, right? Yeah. Uh, I guess, I, th- I think everyone has, has their own experiences through them. So mm-hmm. uh, everyone came out chef. Uh, a lot of people bonded with family, you know. And of course, some people dealt with boredom. Some people, like, you know, uh, find themselves, you know. But for me, it was uh, lonely a bit because I live in this house you know, by myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, the nest is empty. Uh, no, one, no one stays here anymore except me and my maid. Yeah. So MCO was in the work sense, yeah, uh, a good learning experience. Mm. Uh, crazy roller coaster of emotions. Yeah. Yeah, because the work I was doing, you know, uh, prior to MCO, was uh, investing and trading stocks. Mm. Yeah, very very different from your profile, which I guess we should get into, right? So yeah, yeah. I guess back in uh, you graduated two thousand nine, two thousand nine. Yes, yes, that's yeah. so many years ago. Yes, a very long time ago, and mm. uh, I think you had a small stint in the family business early on. Then you somehow got into uh, VC very early in your career, right? Mm. So venture capital. Later on, you somehow left. Uh, I guess Malaysia, you were then there back then after mm. graduating, and you started your own company in Shanghai. 
mm. right? So very entrepreneurial. And I guess uh, it's a very similar pattern. Um, you were then, at the right timing, you were picked up by Rocket Internet. And under, mm. under Rocket Internet, mm. right, uh, together we did Easy Taxi, mm. later did Food Panda. Mm. And then from there you spun off to do your own food startup, right? Mm. And then, uh, interesting, as you just pointed out now, you're very deep in the world of uh, investing and trading. Mm. Yeah. So I, I kind of want to start back to the schooling days. Um, oh, yeah. Okay. So I, I kind of find it interesting. Uh, you went to Damansara Jaya, right? Yeah, yeah. It's uh, down the road. Yeah, and I think if you're if you're if anyone's interested in Malaysia and working with the people in Malaysia, mm-hmm. I, I found it that a lot of networks are kind of started from high school, right? Mm. And, and a lot of people who are doing big business or entrepreneurship are people who are still friends from high school, right? Okay. Yeah, there's uh, there's uh, there's some truth in that, I guess. And uh, and to be honest, DJ is one of the bigger schools I noticed. So what was that experience like? DJ, okay, DJ is not exactly a big school. You know, to those that that, that know Damansara Jaya, I mean, this is a suburb close to Damansara, the border of PJ and KL, right? So, yeah. so it's pretty well developed, uh, well known, uh, very urban population, upper middle class. DJ traditionally is a government school, government funded public school. But ranks very high in results. Mm-hmm. Yeah, teachers are great, facilities are good. But honestly, it's, uh, the student quality is, is, is a good, uh, it's a good mix of students. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and and yeah, at, at the time of uh, of uh, my school years there, the five years, yeah, it's like one, probably top three, top five schools mm-hmm. uh, in terms of academic results. Yeah, yeah, uh, not really business though. Mm. More like just overall very well-rounded good people who achieve okay things academically. <laughs> was that um, because of good good timing or fa- like why, why is there so many good quality? That's interesting, right? So yeah. if you look into it, it really depends. The school results is, uh, you know, the, the target population that comes in yep. is, is the, the key determinant of uh, how well a school does. Of course, it's an outlier, right? One or two bright students in remote areas. But generally, you know, uh, uh, the population that surrounds the school uh, determines what uh, quality of students go in. Yeah, yeah, and Malaysia does this where you know public schools only draw from from uh, students that live close by. Yeah, and and to enter the school you need like proof of address, a utility bill. Yeah, yeah, or like a, a water bill, and if you're close enough you come in. Otherwise you have to, like to to get like special you know exemptions to to enter, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so happens like I've been live around an area where a lot of other. Uh, uh, upper middle class families live right so, so a lot of students that, that come here are just from, from okay households I guess mm-hmm. right? where, where 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 the institution where the people study mm-hmm. right? and yeah so yeah. that that's the, the that, that's why DJ happened I guess yeah. and yeah. then you chose to do uh, ADP American Diploma Program what is that for our listeners ah, ah, who okay. don't understand what that is so like you know you said my, like, my journey so high school was that you know I was never a good student in high school Okay, that's a good. That's a good point. Uh, that's that's a good point. I mean, like, uh, okay, like, around from three, uh, I just gave up, right? No, gave up as in form three. I had a, a teenager, popular. <laughs> what, what what is form three? Form three, it's uh, sixteen. Sixteen. So that would yeah. that would be the equivalent 15 of uh, to sixteen high school 16. for Americans. Yeah. So sixteen, sixteen, seventeen, I made some silly mistakes, you know, on on choosing what class I I, I like to go to. Okay. Uh, for Malaysians, you know, there's a science stream and sub-science stream, you know, and art stream. Yeah. I, I thought they were just different classes. Different streams. Okay. <laughs> no, I said like, you know, I still stay in my same class, right? We mm-hmm. just like the number two class and, 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 and have all my classmates come over at, at different periods, we just go to different classes. That's why I thought. Uh, because I was in America, you know, after the PMR. Uh, so What's I, PMR? At the, the end of the year exams. When, Final exams. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Which decides which stream we go to. Okay. Right? So, so I, I got all A's for that. And uh, and I didn't know, you know, that, that it would be different classes. So I, I chose, I chose the subjects, you know, called uh, IT and, and, and physics and and and, ke- and chemistry. Uh, but that 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 resulted me, you know, at, at the day of uh, the, the the new school year, everyone got called out, you know, except me to the to that class. I was like, okay, where's June? What happened to June? <laughs> where am I going? Then then they they they, they put out all the names there, right? That 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 Hang June. I'm like, what the hell? That's like a bad class. Uh, but uh, I stayed on because I think uh, you know my girlfriend also went there, <laughs> my ex actually. <laughs> so I thought, yeah, I could transfer, but I just had to stay. Mm. Yeah. Then when I, yeah, so you know, being there around you know people that aren't so motivated, 
really, really affects how motivated you are in the first place, right? So, mm, the people that surround you. Yeah, yeah. So whatever it is, I think high school, and honestly, looking back, huh, a waste of big time like, the last two years. I didn't even attend my, many days. But uh, yeah. in terms of performance, you did well though? Surprisingly, I don't know. It's like, uh, literally like from four to five, I'll be at school like one third of the time. Mm-hmm. Like I would come in after recess by jumping over the wall. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I didn't have textbooks. Mm-hmm. I did not do any homework. Mm-hmm. Literally, like, I didn't even have a, the, the, the workbook for, for homework. Yeah. yeah. I came to school with just a pencil without any bag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But somehow, I don't know, like, um, I got like what, four A's? Four A1s? Three, three B's? Two C's? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And that's that's good enough, I guess, to going oh to God. a good university or how does that work? I don't know, like, I mean, I, I never bothered with like straight A's, right? Because yeah. it's like, you know, some people, my parents, you know, I have, especially my dad, my mom, they, they, I'm a very lazy, fair childhood growing up, you know, never at curfew, just do what I want. And, and yeah, the, the imperative to, you know, always get A's has never been, been mm-hmm. put out there for me, right? Mm-hmm. And, and luckily, you know, I wasn't at the, yeah, it didn't occur, you know, to me at 16, 17 that I had to get straight A's. Yeah. Uh, neither was it a goal to, mm-hmm. right? Uh, so, uh, so it basically you accidentally ended up on the American. The no, no, the, 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 the America is, is definite. Like I wanted to go. To okay, so early on. Yeah, you but my, okay. my 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 yeah. my father is an American graduate. So okay, so were you following your father, or why did you choose America? Uh, oh, okay, like you know, so so, yeah, America great place for universities, no doubt, and it was always going to be America, mm-hmm. not UK or Australia. Why not? Because. Yeah, like when uh, very early on, you, you really see the advantages of uh, of uh, the American system versus okay. UK and Australia, right? And and it's more flexible, and and you know you can you can live there, you can go move on to more prestigious universities, right? For True. Research and masters, yeah. and it was my ambition then to be a aeronautical engineer. Aeronautical aeronautical engineer. engineer. Wow. So obviously it's the US, right? Yeah. Okay, that yeah, makes sense. Yeah. Okay. I uh, but uh, uh, I I didn't study that in end. Yeah. Uh, so so that that's what led me to go to uh, you know American degree program where where you study you know some some early early uh, first year credits right first yeah. year classes, which are very transferable to a lot of uh, mm-hmm. universities, yeah hundred level classes yeah hundred level classes. But then we see the trend of many Malaysians and actually across Southeast Asia even right there, there's a choice between UK, Australia and US and I think people who go to Australia, the, the common uh, stereotype you hear is that because the parents don't want them far or America's dangerous. That, that, that makes no sense to me, you know. Yeah. Parents don't want them far. What's that supposed to mean? <laughs> uh, you know what? Yeah. what it's, it's going to be full day of traveling, yeah? <laughs> yeah, no matter what. Yeah, so, so, I don't know. Okay. Um, I see. So are they parents' choices or their choices? Right? So, is, it, is, it, is it, do you think I don't it's, know. I, 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 I probably think it's mostly the parents' choices. Parents' right? choice. Okay. For many people. Yeah. Uh, and, and lucky for me, you know, I got to decide for myself. Mm. Like what my choices are, I mean, yeah. that's what they let me to think, like yes, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then, um, t- tell us the story about of you. How did you get to university? You went to the University of Oregon. Oregon. Yeah. No, like you know, after ADP, you know, I took a gap year. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. So, so I, I, I like I said, I, I was going to be engineering major. So yeah. you know, the first time I took like a, a, a engineering classes, you know, oh, okay, it's good. You know, I did well, and then. Um, then I, I started maturing a bit. I said, you know, prospects for being engineer actually good, right? Um, then, like, you know, somehow business started to get, get in my life, right? Business. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like, uh, you know, it makes sense to do, to think about business, to think about finance, right? And this was about a time, about 2000, 2007, yeah. 2006, right? So you would see the, the heyday back then, 2006, 2007, you know, what's hot jobs? Uh, uh, yeah. Banking, banking, investment banking, yes. uh, finance, you know, quants, P, yeah, hedge right? funds, hedge funds, uh, yeah, that was management consulting, yeah. So that was a top job, right? Yeah. I uh, don't know. Somehow got straight into that. Decided, mm-hmm. hey, let's give that a shot. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you know, switch to business, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah. So I did my my pre business courses there, ADP, got a very good GPA, three point seven, I think, three point eight, mm-hmm. and then applied for all the universities. Top choice was UVA, mm-hmm. University of Virginia, and then I applied, 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 then I took gap year. So in my gap year, oh, I did a lot of things, <laughs> a lot of fun race cars, uh, went out, party, done, do everything. Then I, I, I backpacked around Europe for three months, mm-hmm. four, four, four months, close to four months. 
Yeah. On a 2,000 euro budget. Mm. Yeah. Wow. Slept everywhere. People's couches. Yeah. Parks. Buses. Trains. This was uh, before, right? Yeah, yeah. No, this was, yeah, in uh, 07. I did this for four trips. Four, four months of uh, backpacking. Before you started uh, going to university. Yes, yes. Yeah. Then then I, I, I stayed too long, you know, and I missed a few intakes for other schools I got into. And Oregon was uh, the, the backup, actually, because nice state, been there before. Yeah. And my dad has friends there. Mm. Yeah, and uh, whatever, like, you know, yeah. no difference because if the plan was to do a master's, then it's irrelevant what the undergrad is. Yeah. yeah. So basically, from what I remember, you told me is like uh, you, you had missed or had forgot all the other deadlines, and I think Oregon was the only one left you could apply to. Um, I don't know, that's what I tell myself, right? but I'm pretty sure I just purposely missed it right? ah, uh, because I was still in Europe. And, ah, okay. and uh, yeah, yeah, so Oregon was the uh, logical choice you know, that, 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 that fit my timeline. Yeah. Any any regrets there for for not? No, no. Actually, no, no. That 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 part played out properly. Why I think went back to form four. Right? You know, yeah. if I didn't, if I end up in the the the, 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 the class I was in, yeah. Right? And my life, I think, is so different. I don't know what the hell I'd be. You know, probably. What do you think? <laughs> uh, uh, if I went down that path, my inclination is. I cannot even imagine what I'll be. Yeah. Yeah. Can't even imagine. But I don't think I'll be what you're doing now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like it's like, it's like two different divergence paths. Like, yeah. I wish I can make a movie on this. So then what why why the focus on GPL all of a sudden? Because uh, high school wasn't so good. But then also oh, then I I see on your profile you had like really high GPS for Oh uh, no, like you know, Okay, so high school I didn't get a good good result because like well, I'm not I'm not shooting for a scholarship, right? Yeah. A lot of people do that, right? To, to get a JPA scholarship in yeah. Malaysia or just for prestige whatever right uh, but but for me it's like okay you know ADB is a plan anyone can get into it yeah <laughs> and, uh, and and GPA is important because you know if I'm transferring to to a, to a good university undergrad uh, then, then that's a requirement mm-hmm. so yeah and actually I, I kind of like you know it was easier for me to during college because yeah. uh, it's just Somehow felt a lot easier to, to, to learn and, and, and do things mm. compared to high school. Yeah. Which is weird, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And then, so how, how was your, your American experience and how did it define you? Yeah, it's not like, like you know, what you see in movies. <laughs> <laughs> so, so for young people who are thinking about going to America. But like I think it's more fun than, than the UK, US. I don't know, I've been in there. Yeah. But, but yeah, uh, not so much different. America back then was very different from what I imagine America is now. Yes. Uh, good times. Of course, culture there is okay. You know, it's what you expect in the movies, but of course, not like the college friends, right? Yeah. Uh, but but, yeah. Uh, you felt free. You know, it's first time. Being a student somewhere else, you know, by yourself. You know, you live by yourself. <laughs> Actually, the, the first semester I was in a dorm. Yeah, American style dorm. Yeah. Tiny room, two people living in the same place. Yes. My my roommate was Derek. Local guy, good guy, good guy, yeah, uh, yeah, America, great, uh, lots of the things to do. Uh, the 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 things that we learn over in America, I think, very practical, very very theory and apl- application of it. Yeah, a uh, diverse set of uh, knowledge mm-hmm. here and there. Uh, a lot of classes, yeah. right? As the key, a lot of classes, mm-hmm. uh, different subjects. Yeah, so yeah, I liked it. I liked it a lot. And and you graduated a year early. Yeah, class th- I kind of rushed it. Uh, on purpose? Uh, not on purpose, it's just like... Uh, see, when I arrange my classes, right? I, I try to concentrate them all, you know, so that I just have to go to class three days a week. Mm. Yeah. And other two, so I have 40 weekend every semester. <laughs> so I like, arrange okay. my classes that way, right? Yeah. It's a bit intense, but it's okay. Yeah, it's, a, it's worth it for, for a 40 weekend every single week. Yeah. Mm. Uh, so summer was like that as well. And summer you can clear a lot of classes, right? Yeah, during summer time. Yeah, short classes. And, and, and that was like easy classes that, that you can easily just, just do up right? and, yeah. and, and score. So that, that's the only reason I finished fast because I, I concentrated a few classes in summer. Yeah. Right? And, and even if like, if this class fit my schedule for three days, I would take five instead of four. Mm. Yeah, so that's why it's, that's why maybe I shaved off the semester there. Yeah. So it's really 40 weekends of primary motivation <laughs> of finishing fast. And I guess thinking about uh, 
what we went through for school. What are your thoughts now about school? Oh, my school is outdated. It's completely outdated. Like I look at my nieces and nephews now, I'm like, oh, yeah, you know, it's good for socializing, right? Get your yeah. friends, you know, do have fun, and that, that that's eighty percent of the time in school. True, right? Eighty percent of the time in school, and right? what people look forward to. Uh, I really think we need to relook how how education is done, right? Yeah, because I don't know. It's just. To me, uh, they are, when I look back from five, you know, why, why did it a year? You know, this can be done in two months. Yeah. Yeah, it's just more intensity you know, to learn. But then you ask yourself, okay, what's the point of this to test, to enter that? What the hell? It's, it's really weird, weird. Yeah. It's inefficient. Yeah. Very inefficient. But I just don't know what, you know, if I own children, what, what I put them through. So it's just, just it's, what would you put them through? Socialize is great. Go to school, have fun. You don't have to like this. So, so go, basically, you would send them to school, though. I mean, is that still around in, in, in the sense? Yes, but you know, I would want to, them to see school in the it's way different. that it should be seen. Yes. Right? That, that, uh, yeah, you learn a bit. Right? But, but sometimes, you know, uh, you're going to learn things that you feel are not necessary, right? Or sometimes you, you feel that, you know, you can't cope, come not behind. It's, it's okay, right? Like, uh, you'll work out eventually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and what's important is is the, the the you know to develop this a good healthy mindset. Uh, I think schools should really really focus on morals, ethics, simple arithmetic, and a lot of comprehension, mm-hmm. like, like reading and, and, and writing, right? Yeah. Uh, not so much on this. I mean, yeah, some background science here there, but really you know, all that is irrelevant, right? Because what we need to develop is the ability to understand, think, and, and read mm-hmm. fast yeah. and accurately and deeply. Mm. Then, school, secondary school, primary school, if, if you develop all that then, yeah, and, and then go to university, then you can really, really go deep into any like, like, like technical things yeah. Yeah, and towards a PhD or towards an towards a adult human being you know, in this field, field of competency. Yeah. So, so much time is wasted over here in, in primary and secondary. Yeah. And that's how they used to do it, I think, in, in London, in the UK, in, in Rome. Like, uh, the first six years, you know, grammar school, whatever, it's not about learning here and there. It's, it's really, they, they get in the habit of reading, 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 comprehend, comprehend, reading, right? Yeah. Then, yeah. then, when you come out, you can go deep anywhere. Mm-hmm. So, that should be the focus, I think. Which is what, more aligned to a liberal arts kind of perspective. Is that so? I don't think so. I think the school curriculum is just never been reviewed, never been tested. Yeah. It's just a ranking system, I guess. Yeah. It's falling. Well, I guess the, the reason why I wanted to have this kind of setting was... Um, yeah, let me get some water. Yeah, uh, it's okay. Uh, you, know, at, at your, your, you know, to see how your, your path was set up before you kind of launched into your whole career. Right? Yeah, it wasn't set up, man. Who yeah. sets up? Right? So it's, it's kind you of like... it's a setup? No, it's not at all. It's kind of like this whole weavy path, <laughs> right? It's you, 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 you say it so dryly, right? But like, uh, it's an interesting path yes. the whole way. <laughs> so it's not this kind of straight line towards uh, Oh, to no, no, no. There's a... Uh, yeah. Nothing, nothing was planned. Right? And I, and, <laughs> and I think that's a good lesson. You know, nothing's planned. That somehow, you know, you're taking these different asymmetric seemingly asymmetric uh, experiences I'll tell you bro nothing was planned yeah I had never had a plan for this some people do yeah good luck to them so I never did (laughs) (laughs) so so I guess that means like you know you had this very interesting like you know no focus of school I think certain themes though are there that you you were definitely um, definitely smart right you were Uh, no other people of course, there's, of course, there's always someone smarter, right? But I think you knew there was a system and then you know how to work around the system, but you took what you needed from the system, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, got a balance, right, I guess. You know, for me, I don't know. Like, yeah, you're, you're right. Like, uh, it's, it's, it's easier. But at the same time, I guess, I don't know what I'm trying to say. You know. Just go on, go on. Yes. <laughs> so, okay. so I, yeah, I don't take too much from the system because I yeah. have no motivation to, to, to you know, be the best at everything. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so that means so you graduated and then uh, you, well, actually during your university, you had an experience uh, at Bancorp. 
What is that? Ah, that's just a quick internship, you know, that, that, yeah. uh, that I had uh, over in Portland, mm-hmm. right? Uh, you know, it was actually pretty okay and fun, you know, I was like, oh, bank, right? Yeah. And, but what and is then it? My, my project was, uh, I was just an intern, so, so it wasn't much work. It's a government-making institution, a division, yeah. and, and they deal with, like, you know, government entities. Okay. So big money, man. Yeah. Like, what, what municipality is, what, is billion bonds every time? So it's like a think tank. Uh no, it's a team of uh, of uh, uh, relationship managers. Right? So so that's how government business is, is done, uh, and I developed like uh yeah some software you know to to figure out how they could go visit all these different government uh, uh, institutions right yeah on their their trips out yeah because there's many think about it like like one small town has like probably seven people that you see right as clients. Yeah. yeah, you have a fire, fire department, police department, school, library, a city hall, right? Uh, public works, yeah, and, and to plan all that, uh, yeah, you know, they, they were saying, you know, we, because of poor planning, we, we, we couldn't, we don't know what's efficient to hit, right? Do we want to go this town is four, or this town is seven, this town is eight? So I just mapped the whole thing for the you know, whole, whole state, you know, few states actually. And I plotted it on, on, on GIS, right? So so every you can see very clearly visually, you know, where, where every uh, location is mm-hmm. right? in town and you know, in state. Yeah. Then you can draw, you know, where you want to go. Mm-hmm. This was not MacQuest, remember? So so <laughs> it's not like you can just plot what you want and figure yeah, out the best. You know? so having this visually put out there was just wow, that's easy. Yeah. Yeah. Now they can just like print it all out and, and mark where they need to go and cross it off and they've done it. Yeah. yeah so, so that was what I did. It took a lot of data messaging, mm-hmm. a lot, a lot, a lot of data messaging. Yeah. So when when you think about this experience, uh, would you say it shaped how you what you wanted to do next, or no. was it important at all? Maybe it wasn't. Yeah, I think uh, not really. It's just there was a problem. Yeah. Right. And uh, I just tried to solve it. Mm-hmm. Uh, not the best technical way, but I think it, it, it suits the purpose. But in terms of your career journey, right? Like, how did like why did oh, you choose yet, this? I mean, like, uh, what, uh, so, so you, you, you want to get investment banking, right? So I see. So you were, back then you were so still... Yeah, yeah. Having a bank, bank internship is okay. I wasn't like, you know, in, in, it's hard to get, like, what? So, so I did that. was uh, you Oregon, right? So obviously it's, it's tough to get into, a, you know, like an internship in, in Pakistan and the rest. Of course. Because Ivy Leagues get that, right? So, so that was never my, my, it's like to try is a waste of time, right? Yeah. So, so you so, didn't, you didn't bother trying? No, no. I have to get a master's program. Yeah. Okay. For MBA or at least you know a masters in finance, right? Yeah. After graduating, but uh, you know I graduated it was a financial crisis. What for? Mm. Yeah, as a subprime mortgage crisis. So yeah. I was like literally in my class lectures, right? When when, when like professors just say you know skip class today, you will turn on TV. <laughs> we just like watch even brothers, you know this guy coming out is damn sad, right? There's boxes, you know, yeah. the bull is behind there. It's like. I don't know what happened. Yeah, all my all walking out of fight and uh, laid off, right? Yeah. Then we're like, oh, best ones for that. Well, so I go, oh, like, and Morgan Stanley is just bought over uh, uh, Merrill Lynch, Bank of America. And I was like, yeah. oh my God. Then I was serious. Hey, there goes my job. <laughs> yeah. But but it's worse for all the other students, you know? Because yeah. they take loans to, to come to school, right? And yeah. they, are, they, are, they are like wiped out. They're like so anxious on what's going to happen to them. Yeah. So very tough time. Uh, 09 was the, the great financial crisis, right? Yeah. Uh, investment banking overnight became yeah. nada. That's a very good point. You know, like I hadn't, hadn't thought about some of my peers because I was more fortunate where my parents could afford the education. Yeah. yeah but some people were leveraged. Oh, some. A lot. A lot, a lot yeah, majority. Yeah, it's still a huge issue today, I guess, yeah, part of the whole yeah. American system. Huh. Um, Okay, so then you you so you were actually aiming for banking, right? And then um, what what happened? Why why did you go back to Malaysia? Well, you know, like as a, as, a, as a Malaysian, I got one year to live in America. True. Before yeah. before you know, I on a visa. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, I I moved to New York, moved to Boston, right? Yeah. Started something small, uh, like a, a camera rental business. Camera rental. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I, it didn't, didn't make any sense. So. <laughs> did you get any traction? Uh, barely six seven rentals. Yeah. Four cameras, so like, I sold that entry, bought one home. Okay. So got DSL. <laughs> but what made you want to start a camera rental business? And I don't know, like, it's whatever, I had time, you know. You had time, so you basically you were doing nothing and... Uh, yeah. And you needed to... Yeah, that was my gap year. <laughs> yeah. I did gap. something, right? Yeah. Yeah. But, but really, yeah, it's a gap year. Okay. Because so I had one year, and it's really, no point trying to get a job. 
Okay. okay. So that's interesting. So it's like before high school, you took time off. And then after university, you took time off. What, why, why do you take so much time off in between these things where instead of just... Why? Why? Yeah. Who, like, the one told me not to. Mm-hmm. Right? And, and I think a lot of people, you know, get, get pressured yes. at that age. Exactly. Finish for four years. Come here, get a job. Like, what for? Exactly. Yeah. So, so I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm a bit older, 23 years old. And, and, and yeah, that's the thing. So I really got to thank my my my, my dad, my, my father mostly. Yeah. Right. And 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 you know, just just he 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 would guide sometimes, but so rarely. I think my life maybe three times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I guess it, so. It wasn't really your father saying go 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 travel. No, no, no one said. So why? Oh, why? my father said travel. I think I told my dad I wanted to travel, but that supported me. Okay, so he supported you, but he didn't say go travel, right? No, so, like he didn't tell me to go travel. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but I had the idea to go travel, yeah. and he traveled before in his uh, university days. Yeah. So I probably took some inspiration to do it also. Yeah. Right. Besides some some uh, besides besides that movie before sunset. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. So so I said, ah, I want to travel, and he 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 supports. He supports. Yeah. He he supports everything. And I think a, a common theme from your early school days to your first internship is that it's your thinking is very much against the green. You know, it's like you said, people. What is, what is against the green? Well, like you know, you graduate, you have to get a job. I don't think against the green. You don't think so? I just think, I do as I do. Okay. It's not like oh, they're doing this. I want to do the opposite. Yeah. Yeah. So it could be subconscious, but it's. Not oh no, it's not. It's never that. I've never did something that's. Contrarian, just because. Of course, of course. Yeah, it's 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 never yeah. I. Pretty sure I do what I think is rational, what benefits yeah. me and my, my, my stakeholders, right? Mm-hmm. Or my family, or all people I care about. And, and yeah, so, so I say, like, I'm not punk or rebel, you know, you know of course, of course. Yeah. Doing something for the sake of it, right? Yeah. I know. It just so happens that people perceive it like that, right? Mm-hmm. But it's not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm just being me. Mm. Yeah. Okay. And then, uh, when you got back to Malaysia, how did you get your first job at uh, Mavcap? You hmm. know? And then maybe you could tell us what is Mavcap and what exactly do they do? Okay. So when I came back, so IB was gone, right? So I guess what's next? Uh, you know, that was a time of Amazon's emergence, right? And Facebook's yeah. popularity, right? So, yeah, that was the, what, what they call the dot-com bubble yeah. in 2000. This is like not the dot com bubble. It's the dot com age. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> no, 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 no bubbling, uh, but but things actually happening, right? Yeah. Better computers, internet everywhere, you know, credit card penetration, everything set. So yeah, you know, the you know, after banking and PVC, uh, what right, you know, next bet is so VCs and startup, which is the magic one. Yeah. So yeah, I'm on it. Yeah. So I got on it, and and Mathcap is uh, at that time Malaysia's largest venture uh, capital firm. It's a government entity, so they have a huge. Mm-hmm. portfolio of uh, 1 billion ringgit of, uh, of money so okay I, I got myself in yeah I uh, applied and, and, and yeah then uh, I got hired but then I saw the office I was like oh my god this is probably not going to learn much because it's a big, big GLC kind of uh, uh, company, old, company old kind of uh, okay. uh, fun right uh, like the offices here they're very nice right yeah. I brought people I was like this is not going to work for me right uh, I thought that, that I, I basically uh, looked into it and they say okay you know so so Mathcap has uh, uh, funds you know that they invested yeah, they're called like you know other fund partners it's yeah. very common for a fund of fund to be fund, funding funds yeah so I look at one that I really like you know with uh, the ex-CEO Mathcap right then I just approached him and said you know instead of here can I work here but they paid me mm. <laughs> they said okay <laughs> oh okay yeah yeah so what made you think that you can just do that see I just did it yeah, you just did it, right? Uh, no, I mean, like, you know, I was sitting on a computer, I was like, thinking, yeah, so I got an interview, I'm pretty sure that uh, I'm hired uh, under MathCap's uh, program, right? Okay? Yeah. Then, then it's basically saying, but, you know, this environment might not be so beneficial, so I thought, maybe, you know, if I, if I uh, uh, work for the fund instead, since, like, uh, uh, I think about, it's very common for, for people to get seconded, you know, on a place over here, right? Is it? Yeah, I, th- I thought so. You thought so? Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so. I mean, so, for, uh, for a young guy fresh out of uh, university, maybe it's not as common, right? You you come and see. Hey, hey, please don't 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 flatter me. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's really you know, it's like okay, I try lah, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, true. Yeah, right. so I just uh, uh, email uh, email then uh, cold, cold email. Uh, email. No, you uh, didn't know him, right? No, 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 I didn't. Cold email, email, email. Then he replied. Mm-hmm. Then call me. Then I call him. Then you know, we met up. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, I arranged it. You know? Um, 
he had no problems? You you had a like was there an interview or Yeah, 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 I went to him. Yeah. Uh just, just very brief actually. Yeah. Very brief, right? Tap 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 tap. Ah, it's okay, you know, it's a very small team there for people. Mm-hmm. And um so I I told him what's the thing, you know, yeah, yeah, can hide me, yeah. And then he then he called like, you know, the the uh, the people at Bafcat, then he just okay, done. So it's good. So then it worked yeah, out. Okay, worked okay. out. So I start. <laughs> um. So basically, Mavcap, uh, are they a fund of funds or they invest directly? Because I saw. Yeah, they do both. They do both. Okay. So I saw the portfolio. It seems that they they're an LP as well to many of the VC guys. Yeah, yeah, actually, exactly. Fund of funds. Okay. Yeah. Um. What What else are they famous for? <laughs> like, what are they well known for? Yeah. Now not anymore. Like. <laughs> not, not as much relevance. Uh, like you know, uh, government change, right? Government. Yeah. So so uh, this was actually one of uh, Najib's uh, uh, allocations. Mm. Uh, but it's been a long time. But they have uh, produced quite important, you know, uh, players in, in in Malaysia. I mean, you look at the tech sector in Malaysia. Tech sector in the stock market means uh, semicons, right? Yeah. Uh, you have Sotera, all these uh, fabrication centers. You have uh, uh, Ocean, Precise Machinery. You know. Yeah. And Mefcap was involved in, in funding quite a bit of, of uh, that movement mm-hmm. into solar and semicon. Mm-hmm. But that was like you know, like early two thousands, right? Yeah. Was quite quite much later than that, that was venture capital. Yeah, back. back back then. Back then, right? It's not not, yeah. not internet. That that was yeah, very similar. That was more yeah. biotech and and yeah. semicons and and, and, uh, and that was two thousands. Yeah, electronics. Yeah, the, the equivalent would be the nineteen seventies for for Silicon Valley in California. Yeah, exactly. Right? So it, it exactly came later, that. but maybe for the manufacturing yes. side. Yes. Yes. Okay. So in Malaysia, we had uh, venture cap driving uh, uh, mostly uh, semicons. Yeah. And electronics. Mm-hmm. So, what was your job at Mavcap, and what what did you guys do in accomplish? As an analyst, right? So, so as a, when you work in a VC fund, when you are there, it's a small one. So, honestly, it's just to read business plans. Yeah. So you read a ton of business plans. A lot. Yeah. So you would you say that's very critical? I think it's my second university. Second university. So you learned a lot <laughs> by reading business plans. Like uh, one year of being paid to read and study. You know. Yeah. So that's what I did all day. You know, I studied. I read, 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 read. Like, like the first thing when I came in is like, okay, you know, uh, so how do we do valuation in measure capital? What's the deal? Yeah. Uh, well, he didn't have time to teach me, so uh, I just uh, downloaded like you know, went on Google and I searched and all the all the things I could find about like uh, uh, valuation. And I just found oh, okay, you know, all this stuff was done. Oh, yeah, I read the VCA method, right? It's the yeah. Bible of measure uh, capital valuation, and studied all that, knew what that, yeah, then. It's very clear to me these two colleagues of mine were also uh, in the know also, right? Yeah. So so I eventually taught them, and uh, and then uh, yeah, so so figured out what what the rest of the world were doing, you know, how this works, everything like that. Uh, and then they learned some things on that side also, right? Uh, but generally just this, okay. Uh, so okay, now I know how to look at it, right? how, yeah. how to like think about the value of the deal, you know, all the terms that go into it. Mm-hmm. And then the rest of the time, you're just reading business plans, and sometimes, you know, my boss like, like, likes, likes one, he tells me to, like, you know, write a memo on it. So I write a memo on it, right? Like a two, two three pager, you know, on, on, on what the deal could be. Uh, but rarely, like, you know, it's like, so we, we reject so many. It's not like yeah. this, like, so, so funny. So, <laughs> yes. so no deals really happened then, I guess? Yeah, we did two deals. Two deals. Yeah, by Alpha. By Alpha did... Uh, uh, pharmaceuticals supplements supplements uh, yeah it's listed so they were successful good exit I think 300 400% 400% yeah they do like you know traditional Chinese medicine right and they put it into uh, modern healthcare, healthcare supplements yeah. cordyceps you know yeah. which is disgusting <laughs> literally it's this, this caterpillar that, that, that comes out of a womb so, <laughs> <laughs> so in the pals in the, okay yeah, yeah. Chinese yeah, yeah. okay and I guess that 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 set of the foundation for VC. Where that was like um, after you mm. you had your experience with Mavcap, you left. Yeah, I see it. So I did yeah. VC. I learned enough. Yeah. There's not much to learn anymore. How many more business plans can I read? Yeah. Uh, so then, like you know, my mom would said to like you know invest in something so I could help out. So I went to an island, you know, in the middle of nowhere in Perak. I was lived there for like close to four months. So basically, a family business. So your mom had made an investment. It was like a remote island. Yeah. Right where rainwater. And the generator electricity, and to get to 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 the mainland, you know, it's a twenty minute ferry through the swamps. Yeah, speedboat actually. Yeah, that was interesting. What? Why? Black man, it's super yeah. dark. That's <laughs> 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 yeah, so I went there. You know, it's a new land, right? So I need to set up like the nursery, plantation, layout, fields, uh, agronomy, uh, yeah. workers, and and 
planning plan everything yeah. so I did all that da, 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 and left um, so basically just to help set up your project for your family business essentially just a, to set up partition yeah. yeah I mean what, what were your thoughts going into that like you were in a very comfortable venture business I guess you, yeah, your learnings were kind of peaking but then why, why not continue to the next venture business why did you just jump to well, I wanted to you wanted I, to I looked up business I said okay you know yeah why not <laughs> So it's, it's very very similar to your schooling days and how you kind of iterated. Yeah, it's, it's, like, it's, it's a clear cut. It's like, you yeah. know, I'll stay here and, 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 and not much left to learn, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, or, or, you know, this, hey, this is my money also, right? So, yeah. so I guess uh, and I go do that, right? Yeah. And, and that was hard. Yeah. Like, you know, I always told myself, I can, I can do hard stuff. Yeah. I, I'm, not, I'm not one that's, uh, uh, I can, I think, Throughout, like, uh, even high school, you know, I always told myself, you know, personally, hardship is fine. Yeah. Hardship, so is, I, hardship is fine. Yeah, like, you know, what I think is hardship, sometimes I do want to, like, just, you know, I'm okay with taking it. So, if if, if I get advantage from, from going through it, right? Yeah. And so, it's fine with me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It doesn't, it doesn't, destro- like, it doesn't cause me any mm-hmm. issues, you know, besides just being uncomfortable. Yeah. I mean, to me, it sounds like, I mean, it's, there's a lot of 2020 vision on this, but really there's this kind of pattern of willingness to try uncertain things, accept hardness, uh, you know, look at it, of course, in a logical way, but then you kind of keep iterating from one opportunity to the other. And you're not afraid to do things that are different, right? So I think that's very, why are very people, interesting. Why are people afraid to do things that are different? Uh, well, it's, 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 I think we're, it's in our DNA. We're programmed as humans for, for survival to, right? You do something too different, then it's too extreme, then you die, right? So, but well, I guess, this is not the case, right? Of course, it's not the case, you know. It's, 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 this is about a career change, you yeah. know? This is what you do for, for life, right? Yeah. yeah. But, you know, on some levels, it may be more subconscious for people. But I guess maybe, you know, on the path of entrepreneurship and how it kind of forms and develops, there are these kind of patterns. Like of course, this, right? uh, that, that I agree. Like, yeah. you know, you, you kind of like, you know, have this straight line career, you know, and then suddenly shift, right? Yeah. So, so, yes, I think yeah. all this has built uh, yeah. my, my, my view of uh, or, or what, what is certain, what is risk, what is not, what is fun, what is a waste of time, right? Yeah. Uh, and, and what is possible, what's not possible. Yeah. Right? I really thought I could, like, easily do this. Uh, uh, not easily, lah. I know. I thought about it, what needs to be done is like, mm. For the plantation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Like, okay, like, you know, I think it's feasible, right? So I yeah. started reading up, you know, I read all the books. And my dad is actually, uh, uh, what, he, he, he studied his master's in, in uh, what, botany. Botany. <laughs> yeah, okay. so like, he's like the Martian, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, he, he, he did uh, give me some of his books, right, to, 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 uh, to, 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 to learn how to, like, you know, think about the plantation. Yeah. Uh, then, that's outdated, so I brought it up next level, of course. We really have Google and GIS, right? Yeah. yeah so we could have like software to, to, to track your know, nutrition and, and a few layouts and enjoy it all in CAD. Yeah. yeah. So so I added that. Yeah. yeah. And uh, and of course a lot a lot can't be transferred to like the team over there, come on, you know, they are a bit too small town, okay. So yeah. Yeah. Okay, whatever, you know, I, at least I know. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah, so so after that presentation. So the, the whole gist of it is right, I, I think but yeah. Certain certain At the time, right, it's definitely the right choice. Why? Also, what the alternative is that the job there? Uh, there's always the third door. You could pick a new opportunity completely. Wasn't any. Wasn't any. Okay, so you didn't want to look. So you were just optimized between two choices. It's very clear. Two choices. Yeah. yeah. So it was very clear. And then, uh, was was it too hard in the end? How long was it? Oh, hi. It's, it's tough. It's tough. It's yeah. uncomfortable as hell. Yeah. For but how long like, did you do this? Four months. Four months in the plantation. Yeah, but I'll come back every two weeks, which is really tough because the drive there is terrible. Yeah. Right? It's like, oh, so tiring. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, yeah, I live like, uh, uh, yeah, I live there. And I live in my uncle's house. And also, I, I felt so transient, you know. So this, 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 uh, I go to town, okay. Then I go to the island. It's a remote island. Yeah. You have to understand, it's, it's this huge thousand, uh, 600 hectare, you know. Yeah, six hundred hectare piece, right? That was actually an abandoned government uh, uh, reclamation project. So, our government has a habit of like you know, not figuring out the sciences properly first before you know, embarking in things like this. So yeah. we have Felda and Falkra, and their job is to open up. Uh, Those are government agencies. Yeah, Felda Falkra, and they are they are, they are urban uh, resettlers. Urban, okay. Yeah. So what they do is like you know they they, they take urban populations and settle them into to new land, right? And, and that's how you know we have plantations. 
Yeah. Right. And, and towns everywhere. Yeah. That that has roads in it. <laughs> so Felda is the equivalent of what the the. Oh, in the US, yeah. they would be known as. Wow. Your settlers that went west. Okay. The Midwest. All right. But on their but you know they did it on their own right. Yeah. Yeah. But so so. Felda Felda is doing that as a government body, and and that's a crucial part of Malaysia's development. It's still still ongoing. Now is uh, there's no, nothing left to settle. Yeah. A lot of just depths to settle, I guess. Yeah. So so you know Felda. You know, well, I guess the the Orang Asli maybe. Uh, the no, Orang Asli. The development, Asli. no. They 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 uprooted a lot of them, I guess. Yeah. Right, but but they are mainly to settle Malays. Yeah. yeah. Right, into new land. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the, the reason why I wanted to know if it was too hard was because, uh, again, you make this seemingly weird jump. You, oh, wait, man. You left to Shanghai out of nowhere. Ah, that's, to, that's, to, I tell to, you why. To start your own business. Tell you why. Right? So after I did my four months, it's done. I came back you know, to, to uh, the job over there. Yeah. And after like a month of doing it, I said, like, okay, you know. Yeah. Then, you know, throughout the, th- throughout the whole time, you know, I, like, I, I still visited my, my university friends because like, from, yeah. from Oregon? Oregon. Yeah, a lot of good friends, you know, and, and they're still around Southeast Asia. So, like, a very good mate from Thailand and a very good mate from Singapore, Taiwan. Actually, on the way back, I, I stopped by all the countries before I came back after I graduated. So, uh, yeah, I would frequently travel to Bangkok. Yeah, and there I met a cool bro, you know, like, you know, my, my friends, uh, family friend there, uh, Kit, yeah, Arunananchai. Vitaya, uh, Arunananchai. The, this is his name, your, the partner, basically, that you started your yeah, next yeah, business yeah. with. So you had just randomly met him through friends yeah, in friends, Bangkok. Yeah, they'd be hanging out. Every time I go there, yeah. you know, I hang out with him, right? Because you had Thai friends in Oregon. Yes. And then you were visiting from yes, Malaysia yes. to Yes, and Bangkok. I do that often. Like, yeah. Asia is great, it's cheap, right? So, yeah. Yeah, so I'm like, probably like, twice every two months, I'll go to Bangkok for a weekend. Nice. Okay. Yeah. And, um, and it's a recurring team. I keep going there. <laughs> yeah. So, so, yes. uh, so did you. Okay, uh, so yeah, I went over there. I made good friends with him. He's a bit older. He's 10 years older than me. Mm-hmm. 10 years. Yeah, he's a, he, he was a Stanford MBA. He's a, what, uh, uh, a banker in, in Goldman last time, you know? Yeah. And, and okay, look, oh, uh, look up a bit. So when I came back, one day he called me. And he says, Jude, I moved to Shanghai. I said, oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I met like another friend of mine here, you know, it's uh, Jonathan Lin, you know, he went to Yale. Then like, uh, both of us want to start a new company, start up. Then I'm like, oh, what's the idea? Mm. <laughs> then he said, uh, a clone of Jetsetter. Jetsetter. What is Jet, Jet, Jet Setter. What's Jetsetter? Jetsetter was like a beautiful website. You haven't heard of it? No, what year was this? 2012. Jetsetter, don't know. 2011. Very beautiful. I was a young person. Much student. beautiful, much more beautiful than, you know. I mean, it still is very pretty now. Yeah. Right? Uh, so it was a luxury travel website, Flash Deals. Luxury? Guild, Guild Group, have you heard? Uh, Guild, yes, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Guild and Jet Setter. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, the same. Same company. So one does travel, one does like uh, uh, luxury items, right? Luxury items, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, so yeah, I know the Jet Setter clone for Southeast Asia. For, for, for Asia. Okay? Yeah. Then uh, I said, yeah, yeah, I'll come check it out. So I'll see you in Shanghai, like, you know, in two days' time, yeah, I'll go my ticket a few over. Just so randomly two days. I took, my, I took my boss as well. I need to go to Shanghai for, for to settle some things. So one week off, right? Yeah. The plantation boss or no? My my, my the current one. Oh, the current one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay. I flew over. Yeah. Hey, no. Wait, I said, when did we land there? Did I come back yet? Oh no no no. I was smart, so I told my boss, you know, I need to. Uh, I take another three months off. Right? Mm. Yeah, after I came back. Yeah, because I didn't know whether I had Shanghai yet. From from the plantation, you came back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For one month, then I told my boss, and then three months, tried to do some some other things. It's okay with me. Yeah. Uh, then, uh, then, 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 after I went to Shanghai, yeah, uh, I basically stayed there for like another one and a half months. Then my mom was saying, you know, where are you, right? Oh, I didn't tell my parents I was going to go there, to, like to start business. They just knew I went to Shanghai for something, right? Yeah. Yeah. And after like a, a few weeks, you know, after. Tried to ask me what the hell I was there. Why, why am I not home yet? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I basically told my sister, yeah, I started a business here. So <laughs> <laughs> that also. Because my mom, like, you know, was be, be fussy about it, right? Yeah. Yeah, but you know, whatever. So yeah, it's only after three months I came back, you know, to, to get my, the rest of my stuff. Yeah. To move, move to Shanghai. What was the vibe of Shanghai and wow, China please. back then? <laughs> So I had a feeling, right, yeah. that why I really wanted to take opportunity. Number one, you know, okay, I, I felt there's a Stanford, Stanford MBA, yeah, Yale MBA. That would be interesting. Yale MBA. Uh, they, they should, be, they should know their stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah. 
What about you? <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, so, so, yeah, and then they had the capital, right? So I put, I was supposed to put a bit, so I had the money, which, yeah, I had capital already, 220,000 US dollars. Mm-hmm. Where, where that money come from? Ah, investing. <laughs> so you were, you were in, uh, trading, investing? No, I just invested. Just invested back then? Yeah. Okay. I, uh, no, no, luck, not luck, I guess. Just good feel. Not good feel, patience. So I, I bought some stock in mm-hmm. 09. Yeah. Right, so so that, that went up a lot. During the bull market? No, no, like cheap, cheap stuff. Right? Yeah, was, I mean, at the beginning it was cheap, but then throughout 2009, all the stock prices were going up, right? Of course, like, you, know, you, yeah. you bought what? You bought like what? Uh, GE, uh, Citibank, two ringgit, two dollars. Yeah. <laughs> so it was like, okay, the, the one gave us a good chunk, right? But Malaysian stocks don't do very well. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I remember this one call, right? Is that, you know, uh, uh, during the crisis, then uh, I was talking to my dad uh, over email. Right. And he says, yeah, you know, do you know your portfolio in Malaysia, what you want to do with it? Like, uh, things are very cheap now, right? Yeah. Uh, and I said, oh, you know, yeah, you know, uh, I think there's about 6,000 left there in cash. And I said, can you sell a few of that? And like, uh, buy press metal. Buy what? Press metal. Press metal. So you bought press stocks and press metal. I bought stocks and okay. I bought like, I bought like 7,000 worth of press metal. Yeah. And yeah, that, that became a lot. Okay, so <laughs> so essentially, the, so the, going back to the vibe question, right? It was it was a great time to to invest. You had the right talent on board, and you had some savings to invest to kind of build this next company. Pesmato was a good investment. Yes, <laughs> it's it's one that we did t- t- thirty seven times. Okay, thirty seven x. That's quite rare, you know. Even even for venture deals, you know, often you don't see that, right? Yeah. So we get to that, right? Yeah. And uh, so, Pesmato simple, right? Uh, why I put in. Aluminium was, was the key, you know, I thought iPhones, Mac, you know, cars, all very clear. Yeah. They're going to be used more and more. And, and, and best metal was like the biggest smelter, you know, in, in the region, powered by an electric dam, like, yeah. a, like a huge Bakun dam. And when you have a dam powering your business <laughs> and your electricity is cheaper than everyone else, literally, right, how can it be more expensive? Mm. Yeah. The government put like, how many billions there to build your dam already, right? Yeah. And you get cheap electricity. So obviously, aluminium smelting, you win. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I bought a whole lot, you know, and then, then when I graduated, came back, everything, then it's like, wow, my child money, they're so big with you. They're going to like, what, 400,000, right? Yeah. So that's why I go back out every time, right? Yeah. <laughs> Party all I want, because of, of my stocks. Yeah. Yeah, so, so yeah, I was earning a salary about this, this is about 2001. <laughs> Who cares? Yes, you had a lot of. Yeah, a lot of like, you know, stock money. I have uh, a lot of stock money, right? So yeah. I just sold a bit, sold one lot, oh, go, go Bangkok, so I go Bangkok, right? So, uh, yeah, then, then, that time I was offered that, I thought, yeah, I have money, I can move. And I, at 2023, 20, 20, 24, 24, I thought this, I wanted to like live in New York, you know, and like, you know, be in a bank and stuff like that. But yeah. instead, I'm here and this is, no way, you know, I cannot do this, you know, if let's say I fight, you know, get serious, you know, whatever, get engaged, oh, my, my dad's too old, you know, my parents too old, you cannot really, so I thought, hey, I can do it, I should do it. Okay. So I went to Shanghai, and Shanghai was awesome, mm-hmm. plus as a 24-year-old, in the prime of Shanghai. The prime of Shanghai. It is, it's what, right what, after the World Expo. What year was this? 2012. 2012. The year, the, the few months after the World Expo. Yeah, right, so the Shanghai, World Expo, yeah. Yeah, so Shanghai was cleaned up, Shanghai was like, you know, just, just, whole new different city metropolitan vibe right yeah. yeah it's a beautiful place you've been there yes i got sure. to all my places right it was amazing and that's where i met you know, a whole new yeah. bunch of friends you know yeah well your friends now yeah Yidi, yeah. amy you know yes. the rest thank you for sharing your friends that's okay bro <laughs> i do it all the time yeah. So, yeah so shanghai was epic 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 very yeah. good times mm-hmm. crazy like the startup roller coaster mm-hmm. so can you explain that more in the you... way that you know all of us were clueless yeah Right, we always there to party and like live life. Yeah. Right, while having accused to be there, mm-hmm. and like burning away our cash. <laughs> so yeah, we didn't know anything. Like you know, they didn't know anything. I tried my best to get product out, and I got it out. It's a beautiful site. Yeah. Right, you see it. What What's the name of the company? Privé Pass. Privé Pass. Privé Pass. It's a beautiful website. Beautiful. And you were focused on the product, right? Yes, I did. The CPO. Yeah. Chief Product Officer. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I built the product. Yeah. I got it done. Right. Yeah. Then I got like the deals on. Yeah. Then I like, tried to market it. Yeah. These two didn't know shit. <laughs> what do so, you what do you can you expand upon that? What do you mean? So like, literally, like like I just feel like this like you watch the office? Yes. You Steve Sherrill? Yes. Like that. <laughs> so the, the 
So what's the lesson here? You you moved your whole life. You're investing a lot of your savings into... Yeah, it was, a, it was a constant dilemma in my head. What the hell, you know? Yeah. Right, why am I getting this small stake? You know, I'm put so much. Oh my God, you know, where's the funding? Yeah. And then, then I was like, ah, you know what, you know? At that point of time, I did probably wrote it off. Say, ah, yeah. this is your fun, like, fuck it, like, you know, we are beyond your trouble. You don't know anything. And, and yeah, you know, this is a good good thing to do. I, I felt okay, like, fine, honestly. Yeah, capital spent aside, a lot of money, you know, we paid for office stuff and furniture and hiring and, and that for nothing, right? But, but ah, good experience again. Mm-hmm. And really see, you know, yeah, yeah, two MBAs, the adults, are, they're not necessarily, you know, the, 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 the talents, you know, behind making a company work. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah I got into a big we uh, you know fought about it when we decided to break up right yeah yeah, and became quite ugly right? this is a very common theme though right yeah yeah founders exploding you know yes, yes. <laughs> you know this yeah. before you come into it by reading yes it happens to you like, ha, ha, ha. You thought you knew better, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. all the deal protection clauses, founders yeah. are all nonsense. Value yeah. <laughs> works, and I think that's what a lot of people don't realize right. that blow, blow yeah, up. Right. Startups are extremely fragile, and it could, yeah. and like anything, could probably just blow up the whole, the whole thing. You know, from they are mostly founder issues. Yeah, I think that's the number one reason, up. right? I think the number one reason why startups fail is because founders uh, they, they probably just quit or just don't work out together. Yep. The second reason probably is then running out of money or some combination. Of this. But one is wonder reason, number two is yeah. Um, so th- th- you know, talking about Privé past and you know, mm. how how do you think about that now? What could have been different? You know, nothing. Nothing. Nothing could be different. What what what, what could be different? I guess what what learnings would you take and roll to your next experience? Oh, huh. mm. Mm. <laughs> I don't know how to summarize learnings. I guess uh, maybe if if you, read you just you pick up so many things. Yeah, I mean if you read in between the lines, probably the co-founder piece. You 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 just. What heard makes you think I went there to be successful? I okay, so I guess ah. the, uh, motivation probably goes into it too, right? But you were doing it anyway, which is very dangerous, right? So why? why? I didn't think it's dangerous. I guess well, uh, it depends. Uh, yeah, it depends on, on your goals, right? Mm. If, if you were not there to make it successful, then yeah, yeah, that, 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 that's key. But in a self reflect. I wasn't there to make it successful. Yeah, which probably... I was there to live. And then the outcome came that it's not... The results didn't show up because... And they expected it to work. <laughs> so then why, why invest in all these things and... This is what, what needs to be put into to try it, to have it. Yeah. If, if the money's not there, then yeah. it wouldn't happen. So isn't it a little bit reckless? Would you recommend people to do this or... Mm, depends. Yeah. If you ask me to talk about it again, uh, and this is the cost of doing it, yeah. Just buy it. Because yeah. I guess you're weighing your experience relative to the outcome. No, it's like at the time, you know, you think about it. Uh, yeah, there's only money, you know, in capital. Yeah. So what? Where else, you know, you're going to get this? And I live, you know, where else do you get a chance to live? Well, of course, there's capital. There's a chance that it might work. Yeah. Right, but. But without I, mean, the, I know for yeah, a fact that yeah. it might not work. Yeah. Obviously, it's very tough. It's China, yeah, come on, number one, right? But the way I thought about it uh, was, uh, it's just the price of uh, of uh, of uh, of the cruiser, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Of okay, maybe I shouldn't spend so much of my own money, right? Uh, but but this it wasn't too that big of a month for me, mm-hmm. right? Uh, okay, la, it eventually became like you know almost all my money because of the living costs as well for the parting costs <laughs> yeah uh, but uh, yeah maybe you know I thought to myself yeah I want to like uh, be broke right whatever I haven't been there let's see how I do <laughs> okay yeah so like literally yeah. I was in like a, 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 a Eden the last night yeah I was like okay lah I'm like 48k dollars left on credit card I finished it yeah, without thinking twice yeah, I said I wanted to be broke, right? Yeah. Until I didn't think about how I was going to fly back. So I was like, oh crap. So I used my visa points <laughs> to redeem my M house. Fly back. Fly back. To Malaysia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah then yeah. I came back, oh, I'm broke. But not so broke. I still have 20k in, 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 yeah, in, in Malaysia. In, 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 in Amaras Aham, right? So I didn't feel like, you know, I, yeah. 
I, I, I'm totally gone. You know, there's at least that barrier, you know, of this, this cushion over there, right? That I can use it to, like, you know, recover. But yeah, but, but by all means, you know, I was significantly lower in wealth than, than, than the year before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so when I came back to Malaysia, when, when I was thinking of closing the company, I did, like, was reading about what, what Rocket Internet was yeah. doing in this region. Hey, listeners. Thanks for listening to part one. Before jumping to part two, the early days of Rocket Internet, I just wanted to recap some of the lessons I learned from part one. It's very clear from Jun's early school days, his thinking set him apart from his peers. Jun demonstrates a subconscious ability to assess his situation from a first principles perspective. He wasn't pressured to immediately to continue schooling or find work after graduating from high school and university. He instead traveled on both occasions to get a broad experience of the world. With his first experience with venture capital firm Mathcap, he didn't just resign himself to the fact that his job was not going to be what he expected, and instead found a way to carve out a completely new role for himself. This is a theme and pattern that shows up time and time again throughout his career, as we will see in his later ventures. Furthermore, June's willingness to accept hardship and try experiences so vastly different from each other has allowed him to take calculated risks that pay off well. He consistently does an amazing job in positioning himself to be in opportunities where he is forced to learn rapidly, solve hard problems, which open many doors for him. With the last example, when Jun spent all his money in Shanghai, while it's not so drastic as it sounds, it highlights the fact that he definitely is not a conventional thinker. Jun himself says his mode of living is not something he does on purpose, and I believe that most successful people do not realize they follow a similar pattern of risk-taking, constant learning, and going against the grain. Also, as June astutely points out, you don't necessarily need an Ivy League education to have a fruitful adventure with lots of growth. Stay tuned for part two where the story continues. If you like this episode and want to hear more content like this, please go to entrepreneursofasia.com slash podcast, find episode two, and comment and share what you think about this episode. Feel free to share it on social media as well. Let us know your thoughts and feedback so we can keep making better and better content. Thank you and see you next week.